Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. So great to see your face. (laughs) Oh, it is Friday. Hey, how's the weather by you? October 29th. Eh, you know, I mean, today, not too shabby, a little windy. We actually had this very bizarre to me since, you know, I haven't lived in Florida that long. Tornado warning yesterday, the ones that come through on your phone that make that horrible noise, the emergency alert. Um, Jonathan was actually concerned for a period of time that we were actually going to get hit by a tornado. And I reminded him, I said, don't worry, I'll know when it's here. Because back in April 2006, when we were living in Edenwald, and we'd only been living there for, you know, four or five months, I woke up in the middle of the night when that tornado went through the neighborhood. And I looked out the window and Jonathan, you know, it's like 3am. And he's like, Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Then he goes off to play tennis the next morning and calls me. He's like, yeah, I guess a tornado did come through the neighborhood. So I felt I would know what the air would look like when the tornado was close. Because when I opened my blind, it was like looking through a veil of pea soup. I mean, the air. The air is different and it's green. It's a a very unnatural quality. But anyway, we didn't get any of that and everything is fine. And you know, it's beautiful here. I have the house open. Any door that opens to the outside, I open it. That's the beautiful, you know, reality of the screened-in lanai. So, I have a question about tornadoes in Florida. Do you guys normally get them? Is that a thing? I don't think so, which is why, to me, that tornado warning was so weird. Now, I mean, I do think we do get violent thunderstorms here sometimes yeah. and I guess any violent thunderstorm could bring about tornado action but also in October we've left or are leaving the rainy season which is you know more over the summer and so you'd think that would be more when that activity would happen like now we're supposed to be entering the nice kind of like 70 to 80 degrees rarely rain sunny everyday weather but I'm not sure we're fully there yet. Right. Okay. Well, we've been raining yesterday and today. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, hoping that it, I'm hoping that the weather clears so August is match tomorrow. The tennis match. But meanwhile, for our listeners, we are tippling, we are. which is a word we don't use enough on this podcast since it cracked us up however many years ago when we first discovered it, tippling. So I am tippling with an Uzo Diet Canada 
dry ginger ale lime juice concoction, which is delightful. For people who don't know, Uzo that would go together. It um, all goes come together. Busy, you'll, you can make me one. I will. It all goes together swimmingly, Marissa. Swimmingly, I will tell you. Um, for people who don't know, Uzo it, it's a Greek liqueur or aperitif, and it's um, I'm going to just say what the common term is. It's licorice flavored, and I love I licorice. Love as we've also talked about, yes, yep. on this podcast in the past, I love licorice. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? Oh, good old-fashioned vodka and um, club soda and some limes. Hmm, interesting. But you have a drinking weekend, it sounds, coming up. It's Halloween weekend. You have visitors coming, and you're going to go to a brewery. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, so let me just back up though, because I get a te- my cousins are coming in, and so I get a text from my cousin and says, "Hey, listen, I just sent a package to your house," and I said, "Well, kind of okay." So I wasn't really thinking about it, and then I look outside a couple of days later, and sure enough, there's a package on my front porch. But it's not just a package; it's like it's like a big box. So I'm like, "What the hell?" So I I go to pick it up, thinking it's kind of I don't know what I was thinking. Sucker like weighed a lot. So I haul it into the front of my house and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I open it up and it's a case of this very specific Bloody Mary mix. <laughs> so I'm like, nice. and I'm like, what is this? She's like, oh, I need, I need my Bloody Mary mix. I'm like, a pointed case? hint, Marissa, make me Bloody Marys. I'm like a case. She's like, you damn right. I'm drinking my Bloody Mary. So I'm like, okay. She's like telling me about it. She loves it so much. She's got what is order. it? What is it? Uh, oh, I don't remember the name of it. Hold on one second, but I'll go look it up while I'm telling you. So right. I'm on the same thread with my other cousin, her sister, and her sister's like, yeah, 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 but don't forget about my zing zang because I love that stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta Wait. go and buy some zing zang. Zing zang. Zing Zang, hold on. It's called Bruce Julian Bloody Mary Mix. Bruce. Okay. Julian. Wait. Say that one more time. Bruce Julian. Bruce Julian Bloody, Bloody Mary Bloody. Mix. Uh huh. Okay. So. What? Oh, is Zing Zang another type of Bloody Zing Mary Zang Mix? Zing Zang is another one because my other oh my gosh. sister's like, I don't drink that crap. I need some Zing Zang. So I'm like, all right, fine. So, and that's damn it! I forgot to pick up another bottle because one bottle is not going to be enough. So I'm like, all right. Do these people drink anything besides Bloody Marys? Yes, bourbon sours. Nice. And beer. All right. Well, I hope the listeners can hear my ice rattling on my, you know, my own drink here. But so yeah, I had to go to Costco because I'm like, well, what type of um. Vodka, do you like with your Bloody Marys? And they both apply Tito's, which is nice because they sell it by the jug over there, Costco. So I bought a big thing of it there. But then I was like, you know what? This might not even be enough. So I and went. How back long are these day. visitors staying? Just till Tuesday. They live on Tuesday morning. All right, all right. So they've got a bunch of Saturday, all of Sunday, all of Monday, but they're leaving on. All right, well, fair enough. 
Fair enough. Oh, this is really funny because Chris saw the case and he goes, what the hell is that? I said, it's a case of Bloody Mary mix. He's like, well, Craig. Oh, a case? Yeah, a case. Is 12? Yeah. How big are these things? Are they individual serving size? What the heck? No, they're like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know how many, maybe. 16 ounces, 24 no. ounces. No. 12? Bigger? Bloody Mary mix do you use in a Bloody Mary? I, well, I would think that one, one of these bottles might give you five or six Bloody Marys. Uh, that's a ton. Multiply that by 12. You think you're going to be making like 80 Bloody Marys or 72 Bloody Marys? Well, I, let me give you an indication of why I'm saying yes. Let me tell you why. <gasps> because I went, I, I, Chris saw the box and he was like, well, I want to try a Bloody Mary. And I'm like, yeah, me too. So we opened up the bottle, but then I was like, so I texted my cousin and I said, hey, do you mind if I open up a bottle just to try but, it out? Oh, so this was the Bob Julian that she sent. Yes. Wait, yes. she sent a case? Yes. Oh, all right. I bet that's just like, Maybe she could only order it in that amount or something. Because it's not like she's going to take it back on the plane with her, is she? No. No, no. But but wait. Okay. So I said, hey, do you mind? I'm having, I am just want to, Chris saw the bottle and he wants to try one. So she said, she wrote right back. She goes, that's fine, but don't drink it all because I want my Bloody Marys when I get there. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm like, no, 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 I'm not. I just want to try a glass. I want to try one Bloody Mary. Now, are they staying with you? Yes. So I have okay. my cousin, her wife, and my the sister are all, the twin sister are all staying with me. And then my- So where aunt, are they staying? So I have a spare bedroom upstairs. Okay. And then one, I, I told the sister, I said, hey, listen- feel free to use August's bedroom because he can sleep in his, his spare bedroom. I'll just blow up the mattress. Okay. So she was going to do that. And then she just told me that her, her knee has really been bugging her. So she's going to stay down here in my office and I'm just going to, uh, to avoid the stairs. Yeah. So that's fine because I have a full bath down here too. So it's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so you have a lot of exciting weekend plans. I do not. Um, I don't. And I mean, I'm having of... having a party here on Sunday. Apparently, people are all coming over. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> then I have. Well, to find... don't you usually do something like out in your driveway or? Yes. yes. Yeah. Now we were asking one of the neighbors here. You know do we even get a lot of trick-or-treaters on our street? And she said, no, not really. She's like, there are a few families with kids of trick-or-treating age here, but so we got some Halloween candy, but I don't think Halloween's going to be a big thing for us gotcha. here. Yeah. I just have to decide if I want to get dressed up or not, but I don't think I will. Well, you can always just dress up as a tennis player. That would be easy for you. You can dress up as, you know, Golden Slam winner Steffi Graf from the 1988 <laughs> yeah. Olympics. I know you were mentioning when we were. I thought there wasn't anybody who did it outside of Rod Laver, but. Well, Laver didn't do it. 
Steffi Graf, I Googled right. it. Steffi Graf is the and only player. Golden Slam. He didn't do Golden the Slam. Yes, correct. Golden Slam, which means you win all four majors and the Olympics. Right, right, right. Okay, gotcha. So, yes. Yeah. And so. I, you know, I have not even watched any tennis since the U.S. Open, which the final, whenever I stopped watching the final because it was so painful. And uh, I honestly, I know you said there was Djokovic news, so I looked it up and I- I don't know if it's news because I just- No, it's news to me. And the news is that he might not be interested in doing the Australian Open. Well, because they're requiring that you be vaccinated and- I think he's an idiot for not getting vaccinated personally. Um, I assume they all were just because they thought you had to, to to be in these tournaments, but I guess not. Well, apparently not. I mean, at the U S open, maybe you just had to submit to the COVID testing. And as long as you came back negative, you could play. Yep. Um, I mean, as we know, I mean, Djokovic had COVID pretty early on in the pandemic. I'm going to say it was like summer of 2020. It's not like he That's has, right. it's not like he has antibodies now, you know, more than a year later. So, you know, as much as I love him as a tennis player, I think he's, if he's refusing, well, let's see, it says focus on Djokovic. This is an article that was updated, I guess, today by Eurosport. And the title is Novak Djokovic Vaccine Row. Quote, it's his right, end quote, says six-time Grand Slam winner Boris Becker ahead of Australian Open. Um, I don't know why we give a crap about Boris Becker, but whatever. He, I guess he, he was a coach of Djokovic at some time, but it said... Um, he respects tennis players, Becker does, who want to make a personal private decision on getting the COVID-19 vaccine, but they also have to understand the rules that have been put in place to keep people safe. Okay. And then it says, focus on Djokovic. The biggest media focus is on world number one, Novak Djokovic, who has not disclosed his status, but has expressed doubts about playing in the 2022 Australian Open with the host state Victoria saying that unvaccinated players won't be allowed to compete. Well, all right. One, I think Novak is stupid for not getting vaccinated because there's no way he still has antibodies from having COVID. And he's the father of small children who are not actually age eligible yet to get a vaccine. So he's a bad parent. And um, (laughs) he's a tennis idiot because the Australian Open is where he has his best results. And so if he's going to, at his age, forego participating in what could be his 21st Grand Slam, breaking the tie with Federer and Nadal, then I'm going to say it. Maybe he don't deserve it. Ouch. Beginning of the end. Beginning of the end. He better better wise up and get his freaking vaccine is all I can say. I, I, I agree. I think it's probably the better thing to do, but I mean... He's got some time. I mean, it's still only October and a lot of things can change between now and then. All right. So this is what he said, though, in his interview with Serbian newspaper Blick, quote, the main problem is that if you're on a plane with a person who is COVID-19 positive, 
whether they're vaccinated or not, you automatically have to stay in your room for 14 days. Okay. So I could see how that would bother him. Right. right? Because that definitely has impacted people. Um, So maybe that's really what his, maybe he is vaccinated and he just doesn't want to disclose it because he doesn't think it's a relevant factor if this is their policy. Right. Um, So I don't know. Right. I would like to believe that Djokovic is vaccinated, like I said, given his the length of time ago that he had COVID and also that he's the father of two small children who are right. not eligible to be vaccinated. Like to me, that is just your responsibility as a parent to suck it up because suck it up. I mean, it's like, yeah. Ugh. All right. Good Lord. Do you have anything happier to talk about? <laughs> um, let's see. Let me see if we have any more follow-ups. Um, well, my follow-up was not a happy one. The vent right. in the, the vent in the uh, hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Downtown whatever Africa. happened with the vent in the hotel? I can't even remember where we left off, but basically, you know, well, because for- because you had to put it back on. You took it off to sleep, but then you Okay, to yeah, so for listeners who maybe don't know, there was a- random weird vent in our hotel room at the boutique hotel in downtown Alpharetta. It's a new hotel. We were excited to stay there. There was some tiny little vent that was not controlled by the thermostat in the room. It was making a horrible noise. We borrowed a screwdriver from our friends, the Baxters and MacGyvered the thermostat, tried to reprogram it. That didn't work. Took the vent off the stupid thing, the grate off the vent and that helped. And, uh, then we did put it back on. I still owe our dear friend, one of her two screwdrivers. And, uh, I just, honestly, I would not stay at that hotel again until they get that problem fixed. Cause I just don't want to have to MacGyver my room every time. Right. Right. Was it that big of a hassle? Like, but next time I would probably literally be like, okay, if I'm staying here, I have to travel with a screwdriver. Right. Right. So, um, you know, that is a good, like little relative segue to, I will say we stayed at this hotel because we were up in Boston last week, visiting Naomi for view family and friends weekend. And we stayed at this boutique hotel called the verb, which is right next to Fenway. Like you could literally reach out and, you know, touch it. And it was, it was our, the theme of the music the museum. Oh my God. This is what it felt like though. The theme of the boutique hotel was like rock and roll. And so every room had a record player and they pre-selected five records for you. And then there was like a huge record library in the lobby where you could just go get records and play them in your hotel room. That's so cool. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun and it was pretty well located for our purposes. And uh, yeah, we would probably stay there again. So that's the verb, B-E-R-B, in the Fenway section of Boston. And if people are looking for, you know, a decent hotel, good, I'll call it customer service. And they also have a nice breakfast every morning if you wanted to partake in that. Nice. It was pretty good. Pretty good. 
Um, you know, I wish that the Red Sox had made the World Series and then maybe I would have stayed up there at the Verb longer and tried to catch a game. But instead, we're stuck. Could you see a game from the Verb or no? Uh, no, you couldn't see over the wall. Okay, I got you. All right. You could hear the game, though, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, so I have no interest in the Astros Braves World Series. Sorry. Oh, I've been watching it like uh, obsessive. Like uh, tonight. I'm going to make my popcorn, I'm going to get a cocktail, and I'm probably going to put on a red shirt so I can represent. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go with no comment on this whole World Series. Like, I, I don't have any skin in the game. I really don't care, but it's just nice when your home team is in it. So that's really the only reason why I'm rooting for it. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan through and through, but it's just, you know, it's just nice. Sure, 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 sure. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anywho, no, I, I don't know. Maybe that's all we have. I've, I know we've been talking about reading, which is my reminder when your mom finishes the Obama book, do not loan it to anyone else. I have to get it from you in December. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. My mom, she's probably done with it. I know you said she's a fast reader. I promised this friend, which of course, you know, whatever. It it is a big book and it pro- it was expensive. Naomi actually gave me that copy as a Christmas present uh, last okay. year. I guess I think it was, but of course, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to tell a new friend here in Florida. Uh, go buy your own copy. I was right, like, oh, yeah, right. you can Although read mine. She should be able to find a copy of TJ Maxx. I've seen it there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, well, there must be a TJ Maxx around here somewhere. I know. I well, like I said, I enjoyed that book. I don't know. I have a lot of. Um, I've been doing a lot of random reading lately, and by random, I just mean you know stuff that isn't stuff I would go to the bookstore and buy. But you and I've talked about this Libby app, right? So yeah. I got stuff through the Libby app, and that makes me. Makes me happy. Library this week. Oh yeah, how was that? It was good because I got into this series of books. I told you about this book a while ago, but I had to, um, I had to go back to the library and take it out again because I think I had just gotten done with the Obama book, so I couldn't, I didn't have time to read this one. Right. Um, but this one was. Uh, it's by Alex White. It's a big ship in a galaxy. Some, uh, oh, we talked about this because I've read two of the. I've read two of those three books. Yes, so like I the finished world the, at the end of the yes. universe. Or yes, so I okay. finished the first one, and then I went. I wound up going to the library and getting the other two. So I'm just starting the second one now. But I like the idea of it—a whole, you know, uh, universe or I should yeah. say, galaxy of people who have magic powers. Right. They all do, right. except for this one character, and she's part of the few people in the galaxy. There's a name for them. And it's yeah, I'm like, trying to remember what it is. It's, it's, it's disc- whatever. It's not, it's like the equivalent finger. of muggles. Yes, anyway. yes. It's like if you get called that name, it's like being called a muggle. That's right. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah. it's just, I like the idea of that everybody has these powers, but everybody's powers are 
for that, like they're, it's their own type of power. So everybody, not everybody has the same type, I should say. Right. Um, wait, let's see. Cause I know I have some of these books in my, I don't know if I read both this year. Let me see. So, okay. I guess, wait, did I? All right. No, I guess I, I guess I read, I must've read the first one last year. Um, the second one, a bad deal for the whole galaxy. I only gave that one three stars. In my mind, that was not as good as the first one, which I enjoyed more, which was a big ship at the edge of the universe. Yes, yes. Because yes. that one I gave four stars. So I'll be curious to hear about your opinion of the second book. And I have not read the third book, which there is a third one, The Worst yes. of All Possible Worlds. And I guess I was just, that was just published in summer of 2020 and I just haven't circled back to that because I didn't enjoy the second one. So I'll be curious for an update on how you, how you like those, um, books when you read them. Yeah, I'm psyched. Um, I read through the first one and thought they should make a movie out of it. Okay. Just because I like action. So it was, I'm like, that never slow down and that's what I like about a really good action film I like it when it just doesn't slow. so you know we were talking about the James Bond movie uh, a couple weeks ago and right about that movie even though that was a long ass movie yeah I thought oh I don't even want to go see this movie because I'm gonna be sitting in there for like 10 hours but it didn't feel like that because it never stopped I mean it stopped just long enough to explain a part of the story and then it picked up again and that's how this book was. It never stopped. So I'm like, this would make a great action movie, but I don't want anybody to screw it up. It's got to be somebody very specific to make it. Right. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, like I said, I'm going to be very curious to hear what you felt. Well, then I got to go. Book. I got to go and read it. You got to go and read it. Go read. Go read. I'm going to go, kidding. you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go read. Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't want to immerse myself back in my life, Marissa. I need a break for tonight. I'm going to go well, read. Well, why don't you just come here and I'll take care of you for the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to transport myself up there with my special superpower from, you know, uh, an Alex that be lovely? That'd be super lovely? lovely. One day. One day, man. One day. Okay. We'll be together. See, that's the Babs, I know. That's the Babs. Off key, but, you know, still singing. <laughs> Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> Stop recording.